0: Welcome to another edition of the Document Our History podcast, the DUHS podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that I hope we all learn from the implications of sexual abuse on the child while growing up and had also from the perspective of a survivor. My name is Ololadia Ajayi, the host of the DUHS podcast. Have here with me today, a survivor that's going to be sharing our story. So you know that um, here, what we do is we do not judge, we empathize with victims or survivors. And then we, we speak about our experiences to let other women and girls know that it's okay to speak up. It's okay to seek for pleasure or judgment or whatever it is that we want. And you learn from their perspective. Therapy. We seek to heal the, the, the trauma that um, victims go through, through poetry and other means. Okay, so I'm going to let my guest today introduce herself. Hi guest. This is Bola. Thank you for coming to the DHS podcast to speak about your story. Normally I would call her Ansibola, but because I'm here, she's my studio board. So yes, he has, she's bothered to Is that okay? <laughs> That's fine. All right. Okay. Um, hearing about your stories, is, um, I, I can imagine what you went through as a child. I wrote a poem about the twin offspring of oppression and the uh, um, religion, religious leaders and traditional leaders. Now I know about your story that um, it, it's it's from the perspective of someone who was abused. Um, as a child through um, a religious leader so can you can you let us know you know a bit about how you came to be abused by, by um,
1: what do they call it, Afar? Yes, Afar, yes, Afar, we call them Afar. Um, yes, I, um, I think it all started, I lost my mom when I was growing, that was about. 38 years now, 38 years ago, and um, it all happened around that time, so we all alone would have that. But you know, as um, Muslims, because I actually have a Muslim background, and um, we have um, an Arabic school that we go to, at least after school, it's just, I just, I just sent our, our home then. Now there's this, we call him Afar if I can remember very well, is um, one of the um, Islamic um, clerics then that was teaching us in this um, school. I remember then. I think I was. I was around maybe like I was around eight, nine. I can't speak, eight, nine. Yes. And you know, after after the Islamic whatever that we have, our study and all that, he just asked me one of the days. Just asked me that. He uh, uh, called me by my Muslim name anyway. I should come over to see him, and I went there to see him. He asked me to come to the. We have a toilet at the back of the of the school like that. He asked me to come over there. We, you know, innocently and followed. All this I I couldn't even understand what was going on. That's just the bitter truth of the whole thing. I don't understand. I never understood what was going on because it's something that I was trained to me. I don't understand. So I was just following like that sheepishly. So he asked me that. He carried me and pinned me to the wall. And you know, uh, uh, as a child, a young girl that had never been experienced something like I, I never understood all that was happening as at that time. All this came back to me years after because I discovered that afterwards, you know, it happened several like that. But I don't, under- I never understood, and I. it was. It happened repeatedly. Yes, again. like about. I can't even remember the time because, you know, I, I was not I, I was not somebody that, that's open to all this kind I I've never had issues like that. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know, I don't have know. And you who... like
0: already lost your mother by then? Yes,
1: we've lost our mom then. So there was nobody to talk to. I don't have anybody. And at that particular time, as I was growing up, I was not um, the type that talks like this. I, I, I love keeping to myself. I don't share anything with anybody. I want to believe that was even why it had a negative effect impacting my life when I was growing. So it happened like until when the man left that area, but it happened like that. I remember it happened several days, like I will not even remember, maybe two, three times. But the last one that happened was when one of the, you know, the, the owner of the school, one of the wives were coming to the toilet and that was why The thing ended.
0: Oh, she she saw you guys?
1: She saw him trying trying to? Yes, but that was the end of the man. The man left our place, but it was not as if all these things were known to them. It was not known to anybody, and I did not disclose to anybody as well. I did not tell anybody because probably then, probably because I was afraid, probably because I was not informed. I want to believe because if I already had a you know, a, a prior knowledge of all these things, I would have been yeah. able to speak up. To know that you were being abused, exactly, tremendous. exactly. So, Confused,
0: like what is happening? What is this man doing to me? Exactly, I never understood. It. And because it's your religious leader, you feel like as if he's a person of authority. So. Don't even want to question like that. At all, you can't question
1: his authority because it's somebody that, you know, all this, you know how these islamic lyrics are. Once, you, once they ask you to do something, you must do it. Not questioning. So, uh, uh, until after I, you know, when it was after I left, um, the area I got admission into, uh, the boarding school, that's my secondary school. I think that was when I started having, you know, a, a just like a flashback and the thing was just coming back and I was trying to understand because now I mingle with people, I'm seeing, you know, what others will be talking about, about sexual yes. abuse and, and, you know, sexual interaction between a male and a female and all that. So I want to believe if I actually had a knowledge, there's a knowledge cap then. Yeah, there was nobody told that was there to tell me anything. If somebody touches you, at all. what you do, child, at all. you shout, you and tell at all. Father or
0: you, any of your siblings. At all, at all. I'm so sorry about you And it's even doubly painful because no one was able there for you as a child. No child should go through that. And, and the one thing I'll pick from what you said, no, no, is that was because you had no knowledge of this and yet and that's the reason why we go to you schools to do advocacy and all of that because some you even some even had mothers even had elderly ones but you know for us in our society we shy away from the subject is only but i mean things are improving now Thankfully, people who are talking about, speaking about sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. You say this to a child, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, yes. and children are beginning to pick up yeah. about this. Yes. I wanted to ask about your your part. Did it have any effect on you that all these abuse while growing up? Your interaction with uh, people of the same sex or this opposite sex?
1: Yes. Um, like I said, when I was growing, I would say um, that the pain i went through then you know made me to um believe in myself alone and couldn't share anything with anybody that's a negative one because i never trusted anybody again i don't have anybody i was i was even afraid i was afraid to even talk with anybody i was afraid to share anything with anybody i want to be on my own i want to so, uh, like I said, it, 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 um, it, actually, it, it made me to be withdrawn from everybody, not only opposite sex. I never believed in anybody because I never trusted anyone to talk to. It, it really hindered my relationship with everybody and the opposite, opposite sex I am saying. Because I remember then that while I was even in primary school, after all this, before I left primary school, I was always involved in fighting. With the boys in the school, everybody knew me that no, 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 she doesn't fight with girls. She fights only with the boys. Till and that was the reason why, while I was um, uh, trying to do all these uh, common entrance into secondary school, my dad insisted I must go to a girls' only school, just because of the fight. He never knew because all the things I'm saying now, none of my family members know anything about this. i have not it with anybody because I don't know. The effect it will have on my whole uh, dad right now. So I've kept it to myself, and um, the only person that I know that I've ever shared with is my husband. When we met, the of course, he is the first is the first person that the only man that I've ever you know slept with as an art sexual intercourse exactly, with my own free mind. So he's the only one that knows the whole story, and he actually told me that not to tell anybody again. But I just felt is. It's, it's actually a learning, a learning um, point for me to share with people so that every other person will learn from me. You can always be the best of whoever you want to be, no matter what has happened. And to me, I think um, because all of us believe that uh, all these religious leaders are these and that, and that's what happened to me. I kept quiet there. Whenever never helped, I was not helping myself until I started sharing my story with people around me. That is when I became relieved. Even while I went to secondary school, there happens to be a girls only, I started having issues again with people that you know have. Uh, maybe you're talking about your relationship with boys. I look at you, that you're not responsible, you're not this. I fight with them too. But as time goes on, then, you know, I had um, one of our mentors that introduced me to one of the churches then, with them, I think it's um, the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, yes. And uh, you know the way they welcomed me, the way they made me to see life. Apart from that, you know, different from that angle entirely. And you know that made you trust people again. Trust people again. Trust me. So, and from that moment, I started playing. I was, and I became more cheerful than ever before. Instead of being withdrawn, I started having friends, and that has helped me a lot. So I advise every other person, please don't be withdrawn. It's really a terrible one. You're, you're, you're killing yourself. You're but killing you yourself. Yes. You can't carry it alone. You can't carry it alone. It's a burden you can't carry alone.
0: Thank you very much for sharing your story with us. Um, you sharing this with us alone, as even, you know shown that, like you said, sharing on his own is therapeutic. Like you've gotten that burden off your mind. Like oh yeah, it happened to me. So. Happened to me, and then that being withdrawn, at least you were able to relate with people more. And you know that's that's one of the big effect that this thing can have on a child. And and one of the ways by which that we, uh, by which we can also deduce that deduce that a child is going through sexual abuse or any kind of abuses, a child being withdrawn is something that we should look out for. You know, and this your your story even it that we shouldn't you know because so many children would, would have gone through i don't think you would have been the only one that that alpha
1: would well, have done that yes uh, i don't believe i, I, I don't believe both because everybody is afraid you can't you share anything with anybody share. it is alpha alpha and, and, is the alpha. Back that. yeah. The authority to even move yes. the children Seriously. Yes. Seriously. So you want to keep everything to yourself. So nobody is sharing. So I don't know what you're passing through. Nobody knows my own story too. So everybody is just keeping it to themselves. And God knows what will have happened to everybody where they are right now. I don't know. But I, I can only tell of myself. But at least you're in a better place. Ah, yeah. very well. I'm, I'm very, very okay. I'm okay. I'm okay now. But I, I want to add this to it. If um, we, thank God, thank God now that um, some many parents now let me put it like that, we are in the know of all this sexual education and all that. Please, if there's any of the, just make sure that you're always looking out for your children. Be a friend to them. Yes, it's not as if my own parents. Yes, like I said, I lost my mom when I was growing up, very young, and it was my dad I was taking care of. It was my three girls and a boy, but. My dad, yes, he was very, very caring, loving father till date. But the problem is, you know, you know, because I had, um, I don't have, I never had that. Um, how would I say it? I, 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 was afraid. I was afraid. That was why I said I was withdrawn because I don't want to mingle with anybody. I won't, always want to be on my own. I don't want to talk to anybody except girls. I just want to be on my own. I never had the courage to speak up. I I was afraid because my dad, of course, and, uh, and i but he, he, I I would have woke up to him. I would have talked to my elder sister. But I was just seen everybody asking, how would they how they take it?
0: I what mean, would they say? Would they have beaten me him, up? Or or would they have done that.
1: this? Exactly. I, I I I seriously. So I and I have a similar thing. There's a case that one of my bosses where I work presently had with a little girl. And I, I, I put myself on the position of that girl. She was assaulted too. In fact, I have probably right because of my own experience, I had to follow up through the commissioner of police at the KJ Wow. Because of the little girl. Because the parents were beating the girl. I had to tell them oh you cannot beat her. Because she was she oh, no. couldn't discuss this with anybody. Can you have to be this? they were beating her. The child that oh, was that, police that police was police molested, have... exactly. Can you imagine?
0: Guys, please. It is important that we have the conversations around victim shaming. It's important that we have conversations about letting victims speak up, because that child, if I'm sure that child did not even, will not be able to say half of what she went through
1: she couldn't she was just crying she was just crying she couldn't say anything she just she was just crying she couldn't say anything why would her parents beat her so I had to be afraid because all of them even the brothers. They were like, "Ah, that means you've been, you're wayward, you're this." It's not like oh that. A goodness. girl, a girl, a girl that was taken away from the while she was going on the road to make her hair, taken to a, a, a place where she, who knows whether they have used something on that, until after about three days that they've been using, just sleeping with her until she was found out that she was there. So either of you, the girl couldn't say anything but was just crying. Yes, the guy was arrested, but then. The drama the girl went through it is not something that that, that anybody could relate with. So,
0: I, 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 the thing is, I think that that's the thing about people about survivors because you know what you went through. It made you a sort of advocate for that child because nobody, you know, would have probably listened to your story back then. Yeah. So, he, 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 you you were able to relate to her based on your own experience. experience yes and i know you to be someone who is a girl's girl yeah. now like you yes. on so many issues you you like take up the fight on behalf yes. yes. of women who are like helpless yes. and, and, and that's one thing about survivors that i really appreciate when a survivor comes when a survivor comes to an advocate it's a big so like thumbs up if i <laughs> for that and um, so guys i'll just say a victim is a victim and an abuser is an abuser. There's no two way whereby they meet in any way whereby people say, "You uh, uh, YouTube, why did you go there? What were you wearing? It is wrong. Let's let's have conversations around this in any way we can. In our societies, in our churches, in our mosques, yes. in our workplaces, in our neighborhoods. Yes. Let's let people know that you don't you don't you don't ever um, put the blame on the victim. You don't ever um, you listen to a child. Yes. And let's also, I think we're going to also say yes. exactly. we should be yes. to our children. Yes,
1: let's be their friends. Let's be, let them have that um, courage that I can walk up to my mom, I can walk up to my dad, I can discuss anything with my parents without any fear in my mind. And that's what I do. Whenever I am now in my church, uh, people call me out, oh, the youth pastor. I'm not a pastor. I'm nothing. But then, when it comes, I talk in reality with all of them, so that if all of them can believe in us, if something like this happens, they'll be able to share it, and they know that the, the world has not ended. Life continues. There's a lot of things of benefit of achievement they can still make. Thank God I'm I'm, I'm I'm on my feet, I can go anywhere, I can talk anywhere, I can do anything that I want to do right now. But most especially the parents, let's be a friend to our children. That will help them a lot in we'll whatever their passing through.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You have you a have, you have strong voice, in fact. And I'm using this opportunity to advocate that you join us and you do it. This. <laughs> You'll be one of our advocates. <laughs> <heartbreakers. laughs> for children and for women and for vulnerable persons. <laughs> thank you so much. You're um, welcome. But I really appreciate um, Thank you so much our sponsors, the Ghosting Center for Human Rights. You can check them out at the University of Nebraska in Omaha. And also you can check us out on com. our social media and news at DHS podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can you see a button there where you can share your story anonymously, or you can contact us to be able to share your story. I hope uh, other women and girls today has been able to learn that um, you know the healing part for a survivor. One of the healing parts for survivors is sharing, sharing their stories, therapeutic, sharing that body with other people, especially the right people. Let the right people know. And also, even though it's late, ah, I wish you could have seen a way to prosecute
1: their affair because I mean, <laughs> that we don't need to. Seriously, <laughs> right we don't exactly. Mm-hmm. In fact, nobody even knows where the man is right now because he doesn't even stay around that place. You no, know, he comes with all these affairs. He will just employed them, just come, walk, and they left. Nobody knows where he is, but I know anywhere he is, he will face the wrath of God. Anywhere he is, he will be punished. Mm-hmm. That's just it. And also, let's be able to call out our religious
0: leaders, traditional church- church- leaders. Let's not place them in the. You know. Let's not put them in the place of God. Mm-hmm. Let's not say they can't do wrong. Mm-hmm. They can do wrong. Mm-hmm. They can do a lot, a whole lot mm-hmm. of wrongs. Mm-hmm. And and this thing is very common, very common. In fact, there was one recently, he just, I, I was dancing so much that when I heard his judgment, they gave him life imprisonment. This man is about 57 years old or so. He's an afar too, and you know, he he abused a lot of children, boys and girls. Mm-hmm was he was sodomizing the boys and raping the girls. It was so terrible that you know and you wouldn't even know like you said that the affair then took you to the toilet. He had a special very narrow corridor that he was taking children to and he just put them on his leg and you know before we go catch him the organization, one of the organizations that put it up at catching and apprehending it had to plant a CCTV, we had to, like as if we went to pray in this mosque and plant a CCTV um, camera there. And that was how it was caught and fortunately there is even in the news, I'm going to even post it on the website. So people can rejoice together get that because that is one abuser out, one abuser down. We don't know how many more to go, but at least we know that we are cutting this one. And I'm always very happy when, you know, someone who is in place of authority Apprehended and prosecuted, especially a pastor or a a mom or a father or whatever. Because you know, when somebody, when somebody that rapes a child, you can say, Oh, oh, it's going down, down, down. But you know, when it's a a religious leader, you can be sure that at least five, seven, ten children from from that particular mosque or church has been saved that has been high because it's so rampant nowadays. But thankfully, um, people are in about them that's why we are not tired and keep doing you know applications in schools secondary schools some primary schools in orphanages in so many places anyway um, so in you know string of oppression the poem. because I was to be on the website I'll post it on the website especially dedicated to so, Paula <laughs> thank, thank you me. so much thank it's you. a good time my name is Ajayi, and I had Paula with me bye
1: bye i <laughs>